0: Good morning, Steve Dale, WGN Radio. The National Dog Show is around the corner, presented by Purina Thanksgiving Day. It is a tradition which we'll talk about with David Fry, who is the broadcaster of, I think, every dog show on the planet ever, and also Mr. John O'Hurley. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to morning. be with you. morning, Steve. Good morning. So, David morning. Fry, let me ask you first. You have broadcast... Every dog show that's an important broadcast. If you're not broadcasting that show, friends, it's not even worth watching because David Fry is the. How did you get into broadcasting dog shows? Oh,
1: uh, it's a long story, but it, I really have to blame a woman for it. Um, well, that figures. My high school, my my college girlfriend, <laughs> my college girlfriend. When I moved into my own house in college, never had a dog before. She said, "Let's get a dog." I said, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to do whatever the girl says. I'm 20 years old. She says, okay, how about an Afghan hound? I said, I don't know what that is, but okay. So we ran out, we got an Afghan hound, and three weeks later the girl left and the dog stayed, and it was the best (laughs) thing that could have happened to all three of us. So went on from there, got involved with the Afghan hound, showing the dog, and got involved in showing dogs and, and had a little bit of success, and the Westminster people said, come to work for us. So that's basically it.
0: And you've been the voice of the National Dog Show now, presented by Purina, for how many years?
1: Well, tw- we just did our 20th last year, but I am the cold voice, of course, with this great gentleman you have here. We've become a great friend of mine, wonderful, talented guy who's worked hard to educate himself about the dogs and the dog world. And, and uh, John O'Hurley is, has been a, a life, a godsend for me. And, and we have a great time doing the show. We have a great time personally, too. So it's. That's fun all around.
0: Well, that's clear. And John O'Hurley, you've done everything there is to do in show business. I mean, you have been the broadcaster shh, behind golf events. where I don't know. You'll have to tell me why they whisper all the time. And, <laughs> of course, you've been on sitcom after sitcom Noteworthy. Of all, of course, Seinfeld, Jay Peterman, that's you. You've also been participants in game shows and Dancing with the Stars. You won. I mean, you've done everything on Broadway. I mean, everything there is to do in show business. Yet, I happen to know you love doing the dog show. How did the dog show come about for you?
2: Well, uh, I, uh, I have to blame a woman, actually. Of <laughs> <that>. Of course. <laughs> It's the same story as David's, except mine includes a fierce red light beating down on a throne. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, you know, this was the, the origin of this story, at least in, uh, uh, for my participation, uh, began with uh, back in 2002 when John Miller, head of NBC Sports, took home uh, Best in Show uh, over the weekend. And um, laps so hard, and he watched that he watched it twice, and then he walked into the morning meeting over at NBC and said, "I know what we're going to do with that two-hour slice between the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and football at two. We're going to do a dog show." And they about lapped him out of the office. But sure enough, persistent as he was, he had um, by the end of the day had negotiated with the Kennel Club of Philadelphia. He had brought on uh, uh, Purina as a presenting sponsor, and Tuesday morning he called me in um, in L.A. I picked up the phone, and I said, hello, and he said, whoop, whoop. (laughs) And that's how how it started, 21 years
0: ago. Wow. And, you know, I happen to know that for years what NBC broadcast at that time was It's a Wonderful Life. And, mm-hmm. and y- y- adequate ratings, you know, I mean, everyone's seen it well, 53 point, times, you know. point nine. <laughs> y- well, yeah, that's okay. That is my point. So he yeah. said, we've got to do better. And he thought, you know, we can't lose with the dog show because the ratings for It's a Wonderful Life, as you point out, weren't were so great. However, however, he didn't even expect for it, first year out, to do as well as it did. And then it was thought, okay, this is going to be an anomaly. But it turns out the ratings are just about better every year. You've been in TV. We we
2: started off with 19 million, and we have uh, crested at between 25 and 30 right now. Um, You know, with all of its other showings, it's kind of difficult to give it a formal number uh, because it uh, we re-air it during the weekend. It'll then air again during the year. Uh, we send it overseas to uh, uh, military television as well. And so it, it marches all around the world, and uh, so it, it, it has an extraordinary viewership now.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, let me ask you, dog show aside, what is the favorite thing, because I mentioned you've done everything in show business, as versatile a performer as I think there is, what is the favorite thing you've done? You're most known for Seinfeld, but what is the favorite thing you've done?
2: Well, I, I, love doing, uh, I love doing Broadway because I love showing up to work at 7.30 at night. And at 8 o'clock, I know something. I walk on stage and I know something the audience doesn't know, that they're going to be standing on their feet screaming and cheering in two and a half hours and uh and then 20 minutes later i'm seated at my favorite restaurant having uh dinner and uh that's a pretty nice life i really enjoy it but um if you ask me the greatest thing i most enjoyable thing i've done on television and I, I the dog show excluded um i i would go back to a show called to tell the truth hmm. uh which has which had the time honored phrase will the real so and so please stand up and that was the most enjoyable show because I had a uh, – it was like a, uh, you know, playing along with a Google search. And it was just a, just an enjoyable show with the funniest panel I think I could ever have put together. And uh, we had the best time of it every weekend that we filmed.
0: You know, uh, I, I'm trying to think of the show that I've watched now just a couple of times via Google. Google wow. is pretty amazing because if you miss these shows the first time around – you can see them on Google, and it's, uh, God, I can't think of the name of the show, but someone would come out, and you'd have to guess their line of work, or a celebrity. Not, you,
2: you, had, you had the name of it right there. What's my line? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And However, however Steve, we needed that in the form of a question.
0: That's yes, that's exactly right. And uh I Groucho Marx was on the panel once and you know, and and they barely got anything out, you know, because he took up all the time, but it mm-hmm. was these game shows, people watch some of them password is another one over and over. There's a whole channel for these things. Are you surprised about the the ability of these to stand up?
2: Well, not really because um you know, I mean, these are just basically, you know, um, an extension of the board game mentality, and it's just on television, basically taking, you know, the natural inquisitiveness of the human mind and putting it on television and making, it, making it palatable to watch. That's the most difficult thing: is how do you, how do you take a game and uh, and make it palatable?
0: Well, in a sense, the dog show is that. I'd it call is it, indeed. Yeah, very yeah, good. That's yeah, a nice, a very smooth transition. I'm thank, very proud of you. <laughs> thank you very much. I went to school for these sorts of things, and I'm standing here all alone. But when you guys <laughs> are together, uh, David Fry, you've worked with, uh, I don't know, you'll have to tell me, but I'm guessing at least a dozen, probably more, other co-hosts. When it was John O'Hurley, what was it? You know, they call it chemistry, but... <laughs> Professionals in broadcasting, the bosses like to say, "I want you to work with you; it'll work." But usually, when the bosses say that, it doesn't work. What is it about the both of you that makes it so seamless?
1: Well, we are well, juxtaposed out, out on, on camera. I said that's the toughest thing for me is standing next to a guy who's six three, perfect hair, and, and weighs about one hundred and eighty pounds. So that's uh, that's not fair to me. And, and but <laughs> but you know. <laughs> not only is he funny and talented and has a great sense of humor. He's very intelligent and, and and he's smart. He's picked up on dogs so quickly that I, that I uh, inducted him last year as a, as a gift for our 20th anniversary. I inducted him into the dog guy society of which there are two of us now. And, uh, and, and he's, he deserves it all. He's worked hard to learn. He's, he's got a great sense of humor and he loves dogs. I mean, that's, that's the basis. He loves the dogs everywhere he goes, he's smiling at the dog show. So, and people appreciate mm-hmm. that. They appreciate the fact that he that he is constantly asking questions and, and being ready to put on another great show
0: for us. Well, I have a question well, for well, I have a question for, nice but, for you to but, say, David, Hold on, hold but from on. From my
2: perspective, it's from my perspective it's really quite simple. I'm clueless and he has the answers.
0: <laughs> and I am questioning this It's my question. Do you guys mind if I break for a commercial? And no matter what you say, I'm going to do it. We'll be right back here on WGN. David Fry and John O'Hurley and me trying to hang on. Good morning, Steve Dale's Pet World on WGN. The National Dog Show presented by Purina is around the corner. If you can't tell, these guys really personally like one another. I've been around them. I've seen the camaraderie. It's great. David Fry, broadcaster of the National Dog Show, John O'Hurley, who does the color commentary as well. John, it's been mentioned a couple of times by David that you really have learned about dogs, you've liked You've even written books now, haven't you, about dogs?
2: I have uh, three uh, that I've written, two of of a more adult genre. Uh, They're autobiographical, and I kind of use the premise that dogs teach us everything we need to know in life. Um, and I think I'm still right about that. And uh, and then I've also written a children's book, which has done extremely well. It's a top children's book, uh, its first year out. And, uh, and believe it or not, has now become a um, a children's musical, which is done all the way all around the world.
0: Wow. What is the name of that book? Uh,
2: the book is called The Perfect Dog.
0: Uh, David, is there a perfect dog? I don't think that there is, but I do think... Mm-hmm. Dogs are more perfect than us. Can you comment one way or the other?
1: Uh, I, well, I think you're right, but you know everybody thinks they have the best dog in the world, and they are all right, because we all have the best dogs. like I say, all the time on the show. Um, after you see who wins our best in show, turn and hug the dog sitting on the couch next to you, because that's the real best in show dog, and that's I think John embraces that that thought as well, and and, and we we all love our dogs, and it's Fun to get to share them with other people.
0: Well, uh, David Fry, I know you actually are a supporter and yourself have participated in animal-assisted activities where you've taken your own dog and, in fact, helped found an organization where people take dogs to hospitals and nursing homes and rehab facilities and on and on to help people not only feel better, but to help them get better. Talk about that a little bit and how we now know, we know, Data from around the world has replicated over and over and over that this stuff really works. Well, you're talking
1: about therapy dogs, of course. And uh, I wrote a book called Angel on a Leash, which kind of says it all. Um, I have to say that before John's first book, we sent him on a visit to Children's Hospital in New York. uh, um, And he, he watched and saw everything about him, and I think it inspired him. Uh, to write a great a great section of his book on that. And uh, we're still going at it. Uh, the charity is, still exists in the East, uh, in the Philadelphia area, since I've moved to Seattle. And we still do things like uh, um, Therapy Dog uh, Symposium at Rowan University, which we're doing this year, the first week in December for, the, I think, the third year now. <clears throat> and it's a great way for people to do things with the dog that they love, and, and helping people in need, whether they're in a hospital or, or in some other retirement home or an, uh, a, a senior's home or something like that, that you can make somebody smile. That really is what it's all about, and, and I, who can do that better than our dogs?
0: You know, uh, John, you've played a lot of roles. I want you now to play armchair psychiatrist. I would argue that one reason of several, why ratings keep going up for the National Dog Show presented by Purina, is dogs make us feel good, as David just alluded to, and we now need that more than ever, even if it is watching dogs on TV.
2: Well, I think you've just answered the question. I think you're exactly right, and I think in times of high stress, dogs round off our edges. Um, If you, you know, I always... uh, Love to say that if you put ten people on an elevator and and bring one dog onto the elevator, everyone will look at the dog there's something about there's something there's a magnanimous quality about dogs that um, that their relationship with the human being is uh, is a bonding one and a healing one as well, uh, extending on beyond uh, just you know the domestic attachment. If you look at what they've done for a lot of the PTSD uh, veterans um, uh, in terms of not only just being therapy, therapy dogs, but, but a true companions that they need to heal. Um, I look at the way that dogs are now used as companions for people uh, with seizure disorders, epilepsy, uh, mm-hmm. which is a, a subject very close to me because I'm the national spokesman for it. But, um, I, uh, you know, I watch it, the wonderful work that dogs do, but they have a sixth sense. They can sense the, uh, the, uh, the, um, uh, the oncoming seizure and are able to get the, uh, their, their mate, their person, uh, into a safe arena and, um, you know, away from any harm that might happen during a seizure. Um, it's an extraordinary thing that dogs do. They, as, I always, as I wrote in my first book, they do great things, yet they know not what they do. Hmm, well, put.
1: Great, great testimony to that, too, is that in the last two years, more than 20 million dogs and cats found new homes while the pandemic was going on because people needed some kind of support and help. And, and mostly dogs, but uh, they, they played a big part in helping us bounce back from the pandemic as much as we have at this point.
0: All right. So, David, I have less than a minute left, I believe. Let me ask you what I believe is a fair question. And you'll say, why is he asking me that? He's always so unfair. But this is fair. Who's going to win the dog show? <laughs> I think the
1: dog that, that does the best on the day is going to win the dog show. That's what it's all about. We've got a lot of great dogs coming in because this is a big deal show. So, Whoever does the best job on the moment, you're judging them on the day, and and whoever does the best dog and and impresses that final judge, the best-in-show judge, will walk away with best-in-show.
0: Did I dodge it? Yeah, you did. did. Yeah, you can run for public office now the way you didn't answer that question. (laughs) But that's okay. We'll all see who wins it. On Thanksgiving Day, the National Dog Show presented by Purina. Sincerely, it is always a pleasure to talk to you, John O'Hurley. And mostly a pleasure to talk to you, Mr. David Fry. It's it's it's. uh, I'll tell you, uh, John. Just between us, David is not hearing this. No one can create a picture like David Fry can when watching a dog show. He's an artist. He truly is, and he's (laughs) and he is painting that picture for us, right? Uh, I live in his shadow. Yeah, me too, for many years, and I want to step out of it. But the National Dog Show, presented by Purina, you'll see it after the Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade on NBC. It is great to talk to both of you guys. Thank you so much.
1: Thank, thank you. you, Steve. See you on Thanksgiving.
0: We don't get an opportunity to take phone calls very often on this show, but email, I'm always available, Steve at Steve Dale. TV. And this is one I decided to answer on the radio. Dear Steve, I heard you say you can train cats. Emails, hell. I don't believe it, says hell. <laughs> yes, you can train cats. You know what? You can train cats to do anything a dog can do, except odds are a cat might do it better. You know, it's, it's just a matter of finding what motivates Anything. So if you're training a sea lion, how many of you have a pet sea lion? Have some fish handy. If you're training a person, have some money handy. It's just a matter of what motivates that individual dog, cat, sea lion, or person. And if you could find a way to motivate a cat, treats, it can be interactive play with toys. But whatever it happens to be, of course you can train a cat. I mean, you're talking to a guy who had a cat named Ricky, back in the day, who played the piano, a little kid's piano. And I'm not going to tell that whole story. I've told it before. But Ricky could also jump through hoops, if you happen to have one, or happen to have five kids, little kids. And they could lay down one, and then another, and another, and another, and another. And Ricky could hop over each of the individual kids. Ricky could do like an agility course. And Ricky could do, at some point in time, just about anything I would ask him to do because he understood. Now, Ricky was exceptionally smart, I suppose. And I would point at anything. And Ricky in his head would, you know, those, remember those cookie jars that went woof woof when you raised the top of the jar So I reached in, this was at a veterinary clinic, absolutely true. So there's like five dogs in the waiting room, there's Ricky the cat, Ricky the cat is on the countertop, I show him how to do it first, cats are wonderful observational learners. So I open it, go woof woof, and I close it a few times, and Ricky then opened it up, went inside... And pulled out three dog treats and laid them out side by side by side on the counter and then went whoosh 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 and spreading the treats, just throwing them essentially. The cat is throwing them and the the waiting room was bedlam because you've got these dogs going roof, 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 roof and they all wanted the same treats. Yes, you can train cats, although I will say cats are far better people trainers than we will ever be cat trainers. Next week on the show, Topher Brophy will be here. He's an internet sensation. We'll talk with him. And then in a couple weeks, Orkin has come out with the list of the rattiest cities in America. Where is Chicago? And why does that matter if you happen to have a dog? We'll talk to you next week bright and early on WGN.